2: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast.
0: A
3: California woman has turned her home into a sanctuary for 1,000 cats. 1,000 cats, yeah. She's applied for both tax and man exempt status. (laughs)
4: Let's
5: move on. Let's pretend that one didn't happen. I know, but I, I like how he emphasized the tax and man because that's the joke. You no, know, but that's the punchline. There, there are
0: men out there that love cats too.
5: Yeah, I like cats. I grew up with cats, but I, I I don't want a thousand of them around. You know,
0: but you know, there I think there might be a few men that would do a thousand cats. No way.
4: Oh,
5: I, <laughs>
0: who? Not a bunch, but you know,
6: I a worked a couple. To the,
4: worked with a guy. He was single and he had three cats. See, and. We all kind of...
6: Made fun of him? Well, not really,
4: but <laughs> he would always have a, a difficult time finding that special someone. Mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> and we always said, dude, you're never going to meet a nice young lady being the single guy at home with three cats. Right. Did he get
6: rid of him or keep them? I don't
4: remember. He, we, it was someone I worked with years okay. ago. It's kind Fink. of faded, but...
6: Yeah. She bet he's not in town because I I have a friend that has three cats, single lady. <laughs> they could have together gotten together. They would have a half a dozen, Be like
5: yeah. the
4: Brady bunch. Brady cats bunch, bunch of cats. Yeah, yeah. God.
5: <laughs> there was a point when I was growing up. I was probably in I don't know, late junior high, maybe early high school, that we had seven cats on our house. Oh wow! <laughs> because we did not follow Bob Barker's advice.
0: Oh, spay and neuter.
5: And I, I remember even then saying, Mom, we, get, we got way too many cats. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do something.
0: Yeah. Seven what a problem a that was. You know? My parents. I don't know if you guys know this about my parents, but they... uh they they have cats. They have two indoor cats that started out as strays because they live out in the country. So people will just dump, yeah, you know, all the time. And so they took in these two little stray kittens that oh. at different times are in the house. But they also have three garage cats. Oh wow, three cats that live only in the garage. These were feral cats that started coming around. Oh wow, and they only like my mom. They'll tolerate my dad, but it's like if I go out in the garage, they go and hide under everything. But they live in the garage. Wow. I mean, yeah. They have a dog too? They're happy out they there. They have a dog. I at one point they, they had three. Too. At one point they had 3 dogs. Wow. But now yeah, just one.
5: Yeah, it's kind of like my girlfriend's cat. She is his first choice for whatever, you know, mm-hmm. any kind of affection. But I'll tell you what, if she goes out of town and I'm watching that cat, mm-hmm. it takes about two days. And all of a sudden, that cat's like, hey,
0: how <laughs> hey you there, doing? Mister?" Right. But yeah, they say if they ever sell the house, the cats are going with the house. I said, I think that's
5: a good, uh, idea. That's probably a good idea. Probably. probably. <laughs> 7.54, mostly cloudy today. Uh, good chance of showers and thunderstorms this afternoon. See a high of 60. Right now, it's 38 with Jeff and Jen at Q102. We try to find answers on Second Date Update if we can't bring people together. Let's start with Chris this morning. Welcome to the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. Thanks for
7: having me, guys.
0: Yeah, good to hear from
6: you. So
5: you went on a date with this girl, Dana, is that correct? Yeah. You want to fill okay. us in on how the two of you met and how that first date went?
7: Um, I met her online. Um, yeah, I got I got divorced about a year ago, and it was it was pretty ugly split, and I hadn't done any real dating since um but some of the women i work with they've been encouraging me to kind of get out there and so they set me up some online profiles one of match and dana was my first date on that um we like met for at starbucks for coffee i thought she was great and she must have thought i was okay too because we planned she brought up the second day we planned a dinner day and um she agreed to me to pick her up at her place. And then on a second date, we went to Capitol Grill. It went really well, just like the first one. The conversation was easy and interesting. We laughed a lot. But it's been a while since I dated, so I think I was sending signals that, she, I, I don't know. I, I think I was sending signals that she was into me, or she was, and then, the giggle, the touching of the arm—you know, like like she was smiling. But and, and it was we, we ate for a long dinner. It was like a three-hour okay, dinner. Dude, all right, hold on, hold on, hold on, dude.
5: I got to slow you down here. You you, you yeah. sound really nervous, uh-huh, and we understand, we get it, and we get that. And and I feel like you're fidgeting because like your your voice is it's in and it's out, and we can kind of hear you one minute and not so much the next. Let's go.
1: That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
5: Back to the second date where, where did you say you went, Capital Grill? Yeah. Everything went well there.
7: Yeah. She was sending me signals, like, at least what I think her signals, like she's giggling, she's touching my arm and smiling. Okay. And it was like a three-hour dinner. We were engaged the whole time, so I think she must have been into it. Right. I took her home. Um, she invited me in for a glass of wine. Good. I stayed for about, like, 30 minutes. And then she said she was tired, so I gave her a little kiss and a hug, and then I left. But I've been reaching out, and she's just been ignoring me since
5: then. Okay. So as we piece this together, we go back. She invited you in but then sent you home.
7: Mm. Yeah. Okay. After like uh, about a half hour.
5: So if we were to pinpoint what happened on the date, it probably happened in the 30 minutes that you were hanging out at her house.
7: Yeah, I, I guess so, but there wasn't, uh, I mean, it just didn't seem, I can't, I don't even know what that would be. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Right. But
0: you're saying the conversation was easy on the date, and I mean, did you feel overall pretty relaxed with her?
7: Yeah, yeah. We, there were, I mean, yeah, we kept talking. There were no, like, awkward moments. and okay. I, Yeah, I think, unless I'm delusional, she seemed pretty into
5: it. <laughs> right. Okay, uh-huh. then let's do this because <laughs> we could be doing this all day. We'll take a break. <laughs> we'll get the phone number from you, and we will call Dana and find out what she really thought of you and that 30 minutes that you were at her place. Coming up next with Jeff and Jen here on Cincinnati's q One
7: First
5: one on a couple dates with this girl, Dana. It all started out long after his ugly divorce. His friends and coworkers thought it was time for him to get back out there and start dating again, so he went online, met her on Match, They set up a date at a Starbucks, seemed to hit it off with her, so they made a real date at Capitol Grill. And by Chris's account, she really seemed into him because she was doing the touch of the arm thing. She was making Mm. the physical contact. Mm -hmm. And it all seemed to be going really well, so well that she invited him back to her place. Very nice. And so he's there for about a half an hour, but then suddenly she gets tired and sends him home. Now, how was it left? You said there was a friendly kiss on the cheek. Was there a hug? What was the body language like, Chris?
7: Um, it was just a little kiss and a hug.
5: little kiss and a hug. And then did she say, call me? Or did you say you would call her?
7: I, yeah, I said that. And she, she said, yeah. And was... <laughs> oh, boy. I like him,
6: though. I love him. <laughs> All right.
5: All right, babe. We're going to call Dana. See what's going on with her. What's going on with Chris? Hello? Hi, Dana. Yes? Hey, it's Jeff and Janet at Q102. How are you doing this morning?
1: Is this a second date update? Yes.
5: <laughs> we don't even we don't even try to be coy anymore at this point. Right. It is a second date update, but we, you know, we could really use your help with this because we're very confused as to what happened on your date with Chris.
1: Well, I actually think this is probably a sign because I've actually been debating whether or not to call him back. Okay. And my friends have been telling me that I should, but I didn't know. Anyway, it's funny, because I listen to you guys all the time, and it's just like kind of, okay.
5: So you, you kind of saw this coming, one way or another. You'd have to face this. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: Um, yeah. Anyway, and by the way, Chris, I know you're on the phone, so.
5: Say hi, Chris. Oh,
1: <laughs> cause I hi. To hi. hi. Okay. Um, so, basically, I had a great time. We, I mean, I thought we really hit it off. You're, like, obviously really fun and cool, and I really like you, but uh, you basically, like, kind of seemed nervous, and I thought you were cute, and, and you kind of, like, relaxes as the night went on, and so it was, it was all good. But then when we got back to my place, it was like, kind of weird because as I was getting the wine and putting out orders and stuff, he started snooping through my things
5: snooping through your things
1: yeah like you know when you're in someone's house and you might like look at their books on the bookshelf right so that's i get it you know we're like what cds or records or you know whatever it's kind of interesting but he was like going through stuff in a way it felt like he was going through a crime scene like opening things and looking in them like flipping through books like but Hmm. Not in a way to, like, see what the book was about.
5: So it looked like, like he was looking for something specific.
1: Yeah, like <laughs> clues hidden in the book. Like, Why? Don't, I, don't what, I don't know what he thought he was going to find. Oh. But anyway, it was kind of creepy, and I didn't, you know, I didn't know what was going on. So it was just that, a little that, weird. That's the reason. Is
5: that when you suddenly got tired and was like, "I oh, oh, need to go to <laughs> yeah, bed? No,
1: no, I was like, like, I thought it was weird. Yeah, I didn't, like, I was, I didn't really want him going through the other... If you know what I mean? You were yeah. afraid
5: he was going to want to use the bathroom. Okay, I kind of had a feeling something happened during that time. So let's s- switch then back over to Chris. What were you looking for?
7: <laughs> uh, I had I no idea I was doing that.
6: <laughs> Sounds like he was I, just uh, nervous. Yeah,
7: like I I do get nervous. And I, uh, yeah, I have zero rec- recollection of everything <laughs> I was looking for. <laughs> But I really liked you, and I like I didn't. And I didn't know if I should kiss you. I thought, you know, you did invite me in. I had no idea what you were expecting. I do that in my own house. I just walk around while my brain is going 100 miles. <laughs> I just walk
5: around and again. look for stuff.
7: <laughs> it's it's yeah. how you
0: fidget. Is it how you fidget when you're nervous?
7: Yeah, and I yeah that makes so much. I. I totally have done it before where I open a book. I'm not reading it. I'm just, like, looking at what I don't know what I'm looking at. I'm <laughs> studying my inner consciousness.
6: I love your heart. <laughs> Let's start oh. off
5: by just trying to hold the phone steady while you talk.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Clearly into <Jeez>. the telephone. <laughs> God love I didn't, you. Know. I didn't, I
7: didn't, I'm not even aware that I'm, I'm shaking. <laughs> All right.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well... Dana, you know, and you even said this that Chris seems like he's a little on the nervous side, maybe a little uncomfortable in yeah. his own skin. Would that explain yeah. why he? It seemed like he was doing what he was doing.
1: Yeah, no, and that's what my friends have told me. They told me that he was trying to nervous. And I, Chris, I totally believe you. I'm very sorry for not calling you back. I hope you'll forgive me. I was just a little weirded out. But I would like to go on another date with you if you wanted to. Um... I probably will hide anything in my house that I don't want you to know about yet. Probably yeah. a good idea. If he
4: shows up with a magnifying glass and a fingerprinting kit, then <laughs> you'll
1: know. Oh, poor I can just
6: feel it, though. He seems oh, like a yeah. genuinely good dude that's just super nervous Like, I see him date. wearing
5: gloves, and he's still got his coat on no. as he's going to the place. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, no. he's new to the dating. Understood. God
6: bless you.
5: I'm just messing with you, Chris. You up for a second date, then? Yeah, I lo- I love this. No yes. no no books. No books. Okay, no rifling through books. Just oh, sit down, relax and have a drink. Yes. That's great. Thanks guys. You you're bet. very welcome. I didn't know where this was going. I'm glad we could work it out Me for you. Me
0: too. Uh, I know. I like a happy I think it's ending. Thank
5: you. Dana will set this up with
1: Chris then? <laughs> okay.
5: And uh, we'll say goodbye good. to you now and you'll be hearing from him soon, okay?
1: Sounds good, guys. Thank you awesome. so much. Thank you for you're coming welcome. on the Jeff and
5: Jen Morning Show. We appreciate it. Yeah. I'm Thank you. Right, bye bye. Chris, don't hang up. Hang on.
1: <laughs> no one <Chris? laughs>
5: Stop. Where <up>. are? <laughs> hang on, Chris.
0: <laughs> mm.
5: I did not expect that to result in a second date.
0: But I love him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do. I just I, I love him. That's it's awesome. all fun
5: and games when you're not dating him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so Doesn't true. it just seem like he would be like a clumsy kind of guy,
6: though, just in general? Like, yeah, just I, something about him is like a weird energy, but you would enjoy
0: it. But very sweet Yeah, it, it, in an endearing way. Totally. And once he calms down, I bet he's just great. a real honey. So if you've been out on a first date and you haven't been... Haven't heard back, but you want to know what the hell is going on. We'll place a second date update call for you, 513 749 or email us at Jen at wkrq.com.
5: Mostly cloudy today. There's a good chance of an afternoon shower, maybe even an isolated thunderstorm. High temperature right around 60 degrees. It is 38 with Jeff and Jen at Q102. What are you doing over there? Hi.
6: <laughs> Good morning
4: <laughs> Jeff didn't morning. show up hang on let's use different music this morning
0: do you want Do you have yeah. something else in mind I do since oh there we go I think this may be the reason why Jeff isn't here <laughs> right now
6: this was a great show last night it was very fun Billy Joel he's in his what 60s yeah gotta be easily. I mean
0: my god he is still so good
6: he sounds the same. I thought his vocally. I mean, he sits there and plays the piano. It's not like he's totally
0: rocking out, but mm-hmm. man,
6: that dude can play some music. He
0: can. Just watching him. Watching those fingers on the keys. Johnny Rings.
6: I've heard specific. this is forever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he's 66. Yeah, that's what I would have guessed. Wow. So yeah, Jeff was
4: at the show last
0: night. Fritch was there. I was there. What were you
4: doing, Tim? I went for a walk, <laughs> which turned into a mini run. You which, ran? Which turned into let's go get margaritas. <laughs> you earned it after M- that walk sense, run. Makes sense, right? It yeah.
0: does make sense. <laughs> totally. But it was a packed house at U.S. Bank Arena last night and people stayed till the end. That's
6: right. Well, he sang 24 songs total. I was looking at the set list this morning mm-hmm. and he came back. So he went off the stage and uh, with Piano Man, which I thought was awesome. I was telling Tim, he actually like turned the lights on mm-hmm. and let the entire crowd just kind of sing that last verse, which mm-hmm. I thought was great. And then he came out and did five more
0: songs after that. Yeah. And then the last five were all mega hits. What was was your favorite? What was my favorite? God, you know, scenes from an Italian restaurant. It was pretty cool. That was really cool. It was like 15 minutes long. Yes, it was.
6: (laughs) It was a very
1: long
0: song. But there were were a couple of songs he sang that I forgot were even his. Yeah.
4: What was uh, your favorite song of the show?
0: Of the show? Probably... I don't know. I liked them all. That's a tough call for me. Did he do I, Allentown?
6: He did. Yeah, that's my favorite.
0: That's fun. fun.
6: I know. I was telling Tim, I'm a, I am know it's totally cliche, but my sister and I used to dance in our dining room to our eight track to mm-hmm. Uptown Girl, and oh, we sure. loved that song, and I thought he did a great job. He did. Even hitting the high notes and everything.
0: Yeah. My yeah. all-time favorite Billy Joel song, he didn't even sing. I Go to Extremes is my all-time. Time, he didn't do that one. Oh, man. So that was kind of a bummer, but... Yeah, I mean, people stayed mm-hmm. and I was I was shocked at the ages, too. I was expecting it to be all people in their 40s and 50s. And no, no, it was like there were so many women in their 20s and mm-hmm. 30s sitting on the floor because, of course, they're the ones that end up on the jumbotron all yeah. the time. You know, the pretty sure. girls <laughs> singing along. Right. <laughs> so but that was really it was really cool. It was a lot of fun.
4: Well, as Jeff would say, we have a lot to get you caught up on this morning, <laughs> and I'm gonna—I'll mess up the name just like he, uh, he may. Charlize Theron. Yeah, or you can call her Charlize Theron too. Char- if you Charlize want to. Theron. <laughs> she says life is hard for uh, herself, the pretty actresses. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Amy Schumer is not happy with Glamour magazine.
5: Dot.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that. Really? I don't know. Right. I do need to make an appointment.
5: Anyway, we are going to post a picture of said dot for to make you crazy on okay. this Wednesday because that's just what we all need. Yes. Uh, also, someone noticed that in the most recent J.C. Penny catalog, they're selling a woman's skirt with a flower on it. But since it's a white skirt with an abstract pink and purple flower right over the crotch, it looks a lot like it's uh...
0: an accident.
5: Yes. Yes, uh, it, it, what, what would be an embarrassing accident. Right. And a picture on their website shows the flower is more on the leg than the crotch, but the angle of the photo in the catalog shows the skirt has the potential to look really bad.
0: And it's a flower, too. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I mean? Come on. Symbolism yeah. there.
5: Now, That's is that funny. picture up? Have we got that one up yet, or is that on the way? It is up. It is up. Mm-hmm. WKRQ.com. Click Jeff and Jen. All right. Coming up, what's it going to cost you to go to a baseball game this year? And all the ways you are annoying your coworkers as your news that didn't make the news continues. Well, okay, so you can go into your Uber history.
0: (laughs) Because, I mean, you know, full disclosure... Did I take Uber last night? <laughs> okay. Let's check your phone. So
5: I have to tell you, I went back and I looked at my phone uh-huh. and I checked my Uber history. And I did, in fact, take Uber last night. Mm-hmm. However, the mystery deepens. Oh, really? I was not dropped off at my home.
0: Really? Where did you go? If you look... Okay. White Castle on <laughs> <and> Northside?
5: <laughs> no. no. Wouldn't that be funny, though? That'd
0: be awesome.
5: If you look at your Uber history, mm-hmm. if you you can scroll and you can look at each trip. So I look at the last trip, I click on it, and it shows a map of where we went.
4: Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
7: oh. And it
5: starts downtown, and mm-hmm. it goes all the way uptown, and then back downtown again. So they're like, "There's this big zigzag thing." So I may not have been a very cooperative passenger.
0: Oh, I bet you forgot where you live.
6: I because,
5: may because you
0: know have. you just yeah. moved, or you got all the way home and realized your girlfriend wasn't in the car with you, and so maybe you That's went. That's possible
5: back. too. <laughs> Can
0: we call that guy? In the my defense,
5: guy. I wouldn't even know how to get a hold of him.
0: They don't have his name. No. Uh, yeah, his, his name. name is Ryan.
5: That's Ryan. all I know. What and kind of I... car was Ryan driving? He was driving a Ford Focus.
0: Ryan in a Ford Focus. What color?
5: I don't remember, but I gave I gave him five stars. Well, he I have no idea if he was. <laughs> deserving of that or not, but I'm giving it to him anyway. He
6: probably was like, oh, my gosh, this is Jeff Thomas from Q102. He's like,
5: oh, my God. Let's
0: drive him around.
6: He's like,
5: FML, why? Why, why?
0: why do I always get this guy?
5: Right. No, this is why Uber is great. Insane crap like this never happened with taxis where the drivers had to be licensed and responsible. 20-year-old Juan Carlos of the Bronx, New York, got an Uber in Philadelphia on Saturday... And his driver was a guy named Corey Robinson. Well, Juan had Corey take him 200 miles to central New York State. Oh, my God. Corey eventually got too tired, so he asked Juan to drive his car while he took a nap. (laughs) And when he woke up, Juan was doing like 86 miles an hour. And he's like, why are you going so fast? And he realizes... They're in a police chase. Oh my god. The cops are chasing him. Ah, ah. Apparently the cops tried to pull him over and he didn't want to stop so he took off. The chase finally ended when he crashed the car. He and Corey both wound up with minor injuries. He was arrested for fleeing police and driving without a license and Corey was arrested initially but I guess got released once they found out who you know what was up and who was who. Crazy. Uh, Uber says that he has been suspended while they investigate.
0: Yeah, good idea. Yeah. So,
5: Uber is going to investigate. They're going to investigate that
0: one. I think that's a good idea.
5: All right. We found a list online of the top 10 things you should not do at work because they might annoy your coworkers. Or if you hate your coworkers, I suppose you would do more of these things, I guess. Number one, bragging. Bragging. It's okay to share good news, but don't brag about it. Mm -hmm. And that applies even if it's not related necessarily to work. Like your kid getting into a prestigious school, you know, stuff like that. Right. All right. Uh, Number two, showing up late to work.
6: Uh Uh-oh. (laughs) Dun-dun-dun.
5: It's annoying if you do it a lot, and the same goes for constantly showing up late for meetings as well. Mm. Being a slob is number three, meaning your desk is gross, you have poor hygiene, or you leave the office kitchen a mess. And uh, there's also the issue of doing too much personal stuff during work hours, like making phone calls, shopping online, browsing Facebook all day. Let's see. What else is really annoying at work? Oh, complaining too much, even if it's about your boss and everyone hates him. Mm -hmm. Calling off work when you're not really sick. Obviously, no one has to know unless you tell them, but there's a good chance one of your coworkers will check social media to see if you posted anything. (laughs) Nervous habits, especially if they are noise distractions like snapping your gum or playing with your keys. Interrupting people, which is annoying anywhere, but especially at work. Even if you're the boss, you shouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Trying to sell them stuff. It says here, number nine says, don't recruit them for every pyramid scheme you get sucked into. And even selling Girl Scout cookies can annoy people, especially if they have a daughter and decided not to sell them at work. Guys, I got this new thing. It's called Tastefully Simple. It's just
4: so oh! good. Come over, we're having That's a party. A good one. We're gonna make dips.
5: And finally, swearing. If you did it at a bar after work, they might not even notice, but dropping F bombs in an office setting is 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 can be very jarring and unprofessional in most work. It does not apply at
0: so. radio stations. Yeah, that is true. Is that,
5: okay? You're good. You're okay with that?
0: <laughs> yeah. All
5: right. It is seven forty five with Jeff Jim. We get a brand new second date update coming up for you here in the next ten minutes. But first, Let's check in with Tori Cannon, who's got your Q102, carryautomotive.com track. Today
6: we're sitting down with Adele, who is the founder of 26 Shirts, and we also have Tracy Metzger here from the Pink Ribbon Girls. Welcome. Good morning. Thank you for having us. So tell me a little bit, what is 26 Shirts?
3: Uh, 26shirts.com is a website I started in November 2013 uh, in Buffalo, New York. It's since now expanded to Chicago, Pittsburgh, and now Cincinnati, which is why we're here. And we sell a different limited edition sports T-shirt every two weeks. And $8 from every shirt we sell, we give to a local family or foundation that can use the money.
6: So how did you get involved with Tracy then?
3: Uh, we were actually recruited to come here by a Buffalo expat who's familiar with what we do and really wanted to give back to this community. And she recommended Pink Ribbon Girls right out of the gate. And I watched their YouTube video and I checked out their website. And it's an amazing you know ministry that they have here in Cincinnati. So we were really excited to partner up with them.
6: So Tracy, for people that don't know who the Pink Ribbon Girls are, tell... I mean, we, of course, at Q&A, work closely with them very often. But for those people out there that don't know about the Pink Ribbon Girls, tell us a little bit about what you do.
8: Yeah, basically, we are a foundation. Uh, I'm the founder as well. Started it back in 2001. So we've been around about 15 years now. But specifically, we provide free direct services to women and their families who are battling uh, breast cancer. Something that's kind of exciting is uh, last fall, we also started to incorporate helping women with what we're calling women's reproductive cancers, which mm-hmm. include ovarian and cervical and uterine cancer. So basically, if you are a woman who's you know battling any of those cancers, the services that we provide are free of charge. There's no age limitation. There's no income restriction. And we provide them with meals, house cleaning and transportation.
6: That's fantastic.
8: So for anybody out there that does need help, please check out our website at pinkribbongirls.org. All the information that they need is right there. They can fill out the form and we can sign them up for services.
6: So, how do you come up? I can see that Tracy has on this shirt, and I'll take a picture so I can post it on Facebook and on our, you know, social media sites. How do you come up with the ideas for the T-shirts? That's pretty cool. It's like a kickback to Riverfront Stadium, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. Great. We
3: uh, we work uh, as much as possible with local local artists who um, are familiar with obviously the, the the fabric of the community. So uh, we found this great artist through uh, an online portfolio website called Dribble. His name is Sean McCarthy, and you know, we explained to him what we do, and he came back with, you know, four designs like in a very short period of time. He like, <laughs> yeah. an amazing artist, yeah. and the the one that Tracy's wearing now seemed like a no-brainer because it references, you know, both professional teams and everything, and um is a good way to introduce ourselves to the city.
6: How many? So are there four Cincinnati shirts that we we'll have to look forward to, or is this just the one?
3: Oh, he just did four designs, oh. but there's 26 shirts in each volume, okay. but we're going to keep putting out a new shirt every two weeks until... um. I don't know until, until so, for infinity for infinity <laughs> until forever.
6: <laughs> so how can people get involved?
3: Uh, head over to our website twenty six churchcom com or twenty six churchcom com Cincinnati if you don't want to look at the other cities. Yuck, right? <laughs> uh, and there's links throughout some of the different pages, like the about us page and everything, where you can get in touch with me. And you, if you're an artist, you want to contribute artwork. We are always looking for for new takes on you know things that are going on in the city. Uh, and also, uh, if you need assistance, that's one of the believe it or not one of the, the biggest hurdles we have is finding people to help. Oh, so wow. um, yeah. if you're in need of assistance, there's that same, you know, email address that you can uh, email through there and we'll be doing everything we can to try and help.
6: And that's where you can buy the shirts and you like for every all 26, I guess then, huh?
3: Yeah. Well, it's only one at a time though. So, so we're clear, like you, each shirt has a two week window and then it's gone forever. And
6: then it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So
8: folks need to hop on board, especially if they're, if they're loving this design, which is so cool and so throwback. And of course, if they want to help, uh, the pink ribbon girls. That's definitely, we, we got to kind of get on the gate yes. cause that dates uh, coming up. In- Absolutely.
6: So this open, so this shirt for Cincinnati came out. Yes. Um,
8: so opening this day shirt for
6: Cincinnati came out on opening day. How fun. So we only have a short amount of time. So you need to get there right now. 26 shirts.
2: Thanks for listening to the Q one Oh two Jeff and Jen morning show podcast. Tuesday, April 19th on the CW it's coming and there's no cure.
8: This is now a matter of national security.
2: The greatest enemy comes from within From the co-creator of The Vampire Diaries, Julie Black, and the Emmy Award-winning director of Game of Thrones, comes the riveting outbreak thriller, Containment. What is
3: it? That's part of the problem, Major. It's not currently presenting as anything
2: we can identify. When a mysterious and deadly epidemic breaks out in Atlanta a massive urban quarantine is quickly enforced loved ones will be torn apart and those on both sides of the fence will be put to the ultimate test of survival not just fighting disease but fear isolation and the unknown Tell us he can't touch him he's infectious but is this virus an act of mother nature terrorism or something far more sinister the truth will not be contained
7: i'm afraid
8: i must declare the virus highly contagious and fatal in 100% of its victims.
2: Secrets begin to unravel. Society begins to crumble. But unlikely heroes will rise. Ordinary people will defy the most extraordinary odds. Don't miss the most utterly terrifying yet highly anticipated new series. Containment. The must-see limited series event premieres Tuesday, April 19th. Catch it, but be warned, there is no cure. Only on The CW.